There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to the Digital Freemason for January 2nd, 2006. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking you along on this journey through the world of short Masonic educational pieces. This piece is in respect to Lord Baden-Powell, Scouting and Freemasonry. I actually just started to take my uh, my oldest son to, uh, well, to scouting, what we call here in Canada the early one is Beavers, which is for uh, six and seven year olds, and I was a little bit amazed by the uh, the similarities between Freemasonry and uh, and scouting, at least at this level. So um, I was a little bit intrigued by that, as well as my lodge has uh, started up the an, an annual event of uh, having a scout night. Um, where everyone who is scouts from around the area comes and they occupy the chairs and uh, we put on a degree and everyone wears their scouting outfits and uh, I was amazed by the amount of uh, camaraderie and the uh, similarities that uh, a lot of them had, had discussed in regards to that. So let's get on with it. This is a talk about Lord Baden-Powell and Freemasonry. It was written by a fellow who's now in his 80s and who is a 32nd degree mason, an Eagle Scout, and a member of the Order of the Arrow. He's uh, written this research paper and uh, has wished to remain anonymous as uh, he feels that at his age and uh, there's a time that he doesn't want to be spending uh, doing a lot of uh, lot of correspondence and would prefer to just be continuing his research and writing on Freemasonry. So here it is, Lord Baden-Powell in Freemasonry. During the mid-twenties, you may have stood with me, along with myriads of scouts from outlying areas of Chicago, in the Stockyard Pavilion, welcoming the founder of the Boy Scout movement, Sir Robert Stevenson Smith Baden-Powell, Baron of Gilwell, Lord Baden-Powell, affectionately known to us as BP. Sir Robert was born in London in February 1857, which was the 125th anniversary of the birth of one of our Masonic brothers, George Washington. Truly, Lord Baden-Powell's name may be counted among the great benefactors and philanthropists of humanity, celebrated by Freemasons everywhere. There is an inspiring legend that found its way into the Boy Scout Handbook at that time of 1927, possibly attributable to Henry Van Dyke, the famed allegorical and religious writer, who was serving on the editorial board of the Boy Scouts of America. It is a story of an unknown boy who appeared in the London Fog to an American pub publisher and philanthropist, William Boyce. Boyce was looking for an address. The boy identified himself as a scout, and offering to carry his briefcase, cheerfully guided him to, location, to the location of his appointment, without accepting a reward, explaining that his service was a, his good turn for the day. Deeply impressed, Boyd learned from the boy the location of his organization, but he disappeared into the fog before Boyce could ask his name, and to this day he remains the unknown scout. Profoundly inspired by this incident, Boyce met with BP in 1909 to learn all he could about the Boy Scouts. When he returned home to America, he searched for ways to organize the Scouts in the U.S., and when he found a way, he gave his own resources to establish scouting in the United States. He found two groups of boys already interested in nature lore, the Woodcraft Indians of Ernest Thompson Seton and the Sons of Daniel Boone, created by Daniel Beard, who wrote and illustrated many books on woodcraft and animal lore. Boyce brought the Seton and Beard groups into his plan, thereby establishing the Boy Scouts of America, appointing Seton as Chief Scout and Beard as National Scout Commissioner. The group was chartered in February 1910. 
Soon he became aware that boys in rural areas and small towns were unable to find sufficient numbers to assemble patrols and troops. Then, through Baden-Powell in 1913, he learned of loan scouting underway in England. He incorporated this group into America in January 1915 and soon united it with the Boy Scouts of America. Boyce gave freely of his time and energy to establishing the, establishing the Boy Scouts of America, insisting that it must include all boys, regardless of race or creed. Any violation of this tenet was a deviation from the intent of its founding fathers. My neighbor, an older boy, introduced me to the troop and taught me the tenderfoot requirements. The trail of achievements to honors was open to all boys in our community. Scouting was a dominant experience in my life, leading towards my petition for degrees in Freemasonry. In trailing the eagle through tests of merit, I met many mentors who reviewed my work and knowledge. They were prominent men of our community, and they were also Masons. Their example deeply impressed me. During my senior year in high school, our principal, who was accustomed to select a youth to attend Rotary Club with him, chose me. Many of the Rotarians I had, I had met were also Masons, and the same men who had certified the steps that I had taken along the scouting trail. I still remember my joy as I stood among these men of high achievement, joined with them to form the symbolic wheel of Rotary and sang Firm Bond in Brotherhood. Had I been a Mason then, I would have associated all this with the moral and spiritual symbolism of Masonry. The organizational patterns of achieving in scouting and in the Scottish Rite are similar. Tenderfoot is the first degree, second class, the second degree, first class, the third degree, followed by stages of merit, like chapters or degrees, the one culminating in the eagle, while the other culminating in the double eagle. That pattern of scouting achievement resembles advancements in Freemasonry is of no surprise. A scholar has pointed out that the founder of Boy Scouts, Lord Baden-Powell, was very closely inspired by the Masonic model, a fact that allowed the French Boy Scout organization to preserve its unity while grouping together Catholics, Protestants, Jewish, and lay associations. Scouts trail while Masons travel. To one who has experienced a progressive movement of both, the similarities of trailing and traveling are self-evident. BP began military service at the age of 19 in India, and later served in Africa. It is possible that in those years he became a Mason in some lodge whose records have been lost. My search of the records in the Grand Lodge of England has not revealed his membership. At the time of the turn of the century, his heroic leadership attracted popular attention and a book he had written about improving preparation of young men entering the military field had attracted wide notice. This led to his study of groups of camping boys, resulting in Scouting for Boys, which was published in 1908. By 1910, the group had been so large that Baden-Powell retired from the army to devote full-time to what was to become an international organization. At a jamboree in 1920, he was given the title Chief Scout of the World, he had happily seen his work become a worldwide brotherhood. A close friend of BP, the poet Rudyard Kipling, was made a mason in India. Their friendship led to BP using Kipling's series of stories in the Jungle Book as a background theme for cub scouting. In England, a number of Masonic lodges have memberships predominantly composed of brethren associated with scouting. They hold an annual reunion in London, sponsored by one of the lodges, where they wear their scout uniforms and display their Masonic regalia. It is, of course, perfectly true that the structure of scouting and Freemasonry are archetypical and could have evolved independently. In any case, 
BP embodies in his life and work the true spirit of brotherhood and influences this incorporation in the hearts and minds of young people everywhere. Uh, Sir Robert Baden-Powell died in the Kenya colony, East Africa, in January of 1941. His life and work affirmed the words of Brother Luke Burbank, I believe in the immortality of influence. Thanks for listening to the Digital Freemason. I've been your host, Scott, and I have enjoyed our time together. If you would like a transcript of this podcast, please visit our website, www.kingeorgelodge.com. If you have any comments or questions or further ideas for the podcasts, please feel free to email me at podcast at kingeorgelodge.com.